You are listening to the Still Call podcast. For more info, go to stillcall.me. What's up, everyone? This is Still Called coming at you one more time with another podcast episode. It's been a while. Where have I been? That's a good question. I think I've been where everyone else has been, which is in the middle of a crazy world trying to figure out how to make it through to the end without losing my confession or wavering. Um, The good news is we have a lot of promises according to Scripture that uh, we won't be of those that shrink back under perdition and are destroyed. We have a lot of promises according to Scripture that we can and will endure to the end and be saved. And so... I find myself in a pretty interesting time where there are many challenges coming from every direction. Uh, This is the year 2022, and so far it seems to be different than 2021. It seems to be, I would say, more challenging, uh, but also presenting a lot of opportunity to continue in what I know the Lord has said over my life. And so the verse that comes to my heart that I want to talk about is Hebrews 10.23. It says, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. We live in a day and age where changing your confession is acceptable. Um, maybe not to God, but it is certainly acceptable by the wider community and culture of Christianity. Uh, We live in a day and age where you can backpedal on things that you once proclaimed, vows that you made before God and your friends and family. Uh, We live in a time where if it doesn't feel good, you don't have to do it. And if it gets hard, you can give up and you can change directions just based on your feelings alone. Um, But I don't find that to be very acceptable, personally. I find it to be a little bit reprehensible. Um, And I'm not going to say that, you know, things don't change, that God might shift gears and change direction in your life, because He will. He'll often call you to things that, for a season, uh, they're the most important things in your life, and then He may give you a word that sends you in a different direction, and that's fine. Um, as long as you're standing on the Word of God, whether it be the written Word or it be the prophetic Word for your life, you're going to make it. But if you're standing on feelings, um, I hate to be the one to break it to you, it's going to be hard. There's going to be problems. Uh, Your emotions are not trustworthy. They will lie to you. They will tell you you feel stupid when you're not or fat when you're not or hungry when you're not. Uh, You're Feelings will tell you that you're rejected and that you're abused and you're denied sometimes when you're not. Um, And so we have to look inwardly to what the Word of God says about who we are. We have to remember those words that have been spoken over our lives, the prophecies that have been given. You know, if you have a long list of words over your life that you're going to see things come to pass like, going to the nations and, um, you know, leading people to Jesus and that your family's going to be healthy and, and, and holy and wealthy and all together with purpose and function and vision, then stand on those words. You don't, don't accept the lie of the enemy that says that you will be destroyed, you're going to be broke, you're going to be poor. Um, don't fall for the deception of the enemy that, that tries to pull you in directions that you know the Lord has not called you. Um, we live in a time 
in a, the season that we're in is toxic. The season that we're in is, is a trial. It's a tribulation with dealing with what we've seen the fallout from this COVID-19 craziness to all of a sudden that's not the most important thing anymore. And now it's war and Russia and Ukraine and whatever, you know, we live in a time where the media and everyone around you wants to pull you in so many different directions, but you're not going to make it unless you're holding fast to the confession of your hope. And so look at your life and think about the things God has said. You know, if, if you feel called to ministry and you feel called to preach the gospel, which I think everyone has been called to preach the gospel, um, it doesn't mean everyone is going to have a pulpit ministry. Um, it doesn't mean everyone's going to be ordained. But we are all called to be, as Christians, light in the darkness and salt to the earth. That we are called to be the the you know, beacon of hope to a lost and dying world. Um, but if you have that calling on your life, which I think you do, um, hold fast to that. Because I think we're in a time where even a job, even a word you might have for a job in the secular world, isn't guaranteed. Um, and so you need wisdom to be ahead of the game, to to be on that cutting edge of what God's doing. Um, I know for me personally, you know, going into this year, I felt like the Lord say, things are going to be different. Um, in fact, I kind of at first didn't want to accept that concerning my what I do for money, you know, I teach, and I was struggling with this because right off, the, right, you know, I'm talking January 1st, it just, it was different. It was not like it was last year. Last year was really good. Um, and the Lord was saying, it's not that you're not going to be prospered. It's not that you're not still blessed. It's not that you're not still on your way to, to being a millionaire, but things are going to be different. And I had to accept that and sort of listen closely, tune my ears into what the Lord was saying and understand that, okay, if he's telling me it's going to be different, I need to pay attention so that he can lead me and that I'm not going to have my nails dug in on every other thing that was going great in 2021 and be prepared for what 2022 looks like. Anyway, so I have this moment the other day where I just, I finally surrendered and I said, you know what, Lord, whatever you say, you know, whatever you want to do, however the chips may fall, like, I'm totally cool with it. I trust you. I'm not going to get worried. Um, and I just had this total peace, right? And then later in that same day, I get this, like, load of heavy news that um, basically saying there was some legal reasons why what I do uh, would be greatly impacted in a way that's unprecedented in my career so far, Um and it, it was funny because it was presented to me by an employer uh, like it was going to be this crushing blow of bad news, which it kind of was. But right away, I'm like worshiping in my heart as I'm hearing this, and I'm thanking the Holy Spirit that he's so good and that he told me and he gave me wisdom. He gave me knowledge and he spoke to me already about this and said, look, you know what? You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Pay attention. Listen. There's something coming. I'm going to give you the wisdom to get through it, to get around it, to get above it, to go 
over it, to move this that of the way so you can access what it is I really have for you. And so in my heart, I'm listening to all this bad news and it's just coming on and I'm thinking, God, you're really awesome, you know? Like that me, of all people, like you would tell me something before it happened. You would prepare me with wisdom and insight and knowledge to when the the problem comes, I don't have to be consumed by it that I don't have to lose my joy because things are not what they once were when I was having a great time doing it. And I just thought how you know awesome the Lord is in that. And he did the same thing for me back in 2020. Actually, it was December 2019. And I sat in my, in my kitchen drinking a cup of coffee, looking out the window. And in December of 2019, the Lord told me, he said, you know what you need to do? Go all online in the spring of 2020. And I thought, I haven't done that in a while. I had done that in the past, and I was like, I'm totally capable to do that. It means maybe taking, cutting a corner or two to to make it happen, but I was like, I can actually do that, Lord. I'm on it. Come 2020, we get this COVID-19 scamdemic thing happening, and all of a sudden, every employer I, I that I work for tells everyone to go online, and I was like, already did it, and thank you, Lord. You're the one. You told me what to do. You gave me wisdom. You gave me insight. And so in all of this, like we have to have wisdom. We have to have insight and understanding and knowledge. We have to be connected to what God is doing. And so for me, part of the way that I navigate through this craziness of my life and this world that we're currently in is that I don't lose my confession. I don't change what, what God has said about me. And the Lord is so faithful, he, everything he's ever promised me comes to pass, that every word over my life, every promise is yes and amen, that, that he said that I would do certain things, I will still do them. He, you know, and the Lord gives me such wisdom. I mean, here just to give you another example, uh, I was literally only had two possible places I might have been in the last six months to a year. Um, I applied for a job in Poland and I got it. And I decided, and I knew the Lord was telling me, don't go. And on the other front, I was two, you know, like steps away from actually getting a a year long uh, visa to go live in, in Georgia, in Tbilisi, the Republic of Georgia, not, not Southern United States, great place, but not the place I'm talking about. And I really felt a caution on that. Lord say, don't go because he knew you don't want to be over there. You know, you don't want to be over there right now. I wouldn't want to be there. I'm really thankful to the Lord that even through the voice of my pastors, even the witness I had of the Holy Spirit in my own heart, that those were not the places that I was supposed to be at. Not neither of those two places were where I needed to be. And if you look around you, I can see the wisdom in that. And so we have to stay connected. We have to stay plugged into the Lord. Don't change your confession just because things look crazy around you. Just because there's stress and there's worry kind of come at you and there's fear. Don't change your confession. You still confess that you're prospered and you're blessed and that you're called according to his purpose and all things work together for your good because you love God and you're called. Like you don't lose those confessions. You hold fast to them. If God called you to a church, by all means, stay there until you know and your leaders know and those you're spiritually accountable to know that you've been called elsewhere. And I'm, you know, and I'm sick and tired that we live in a culture 
of the fact that we live in a culture where it's, you know, considered unhealthy somehow or cultish to stay committed to your church, to, to be where God has placed you. You know, like it's not about a building. It's not about a ministry. It's about when God has assigned people to your life and you've been assigned to their life and you know it and they know it and God's people know it, then don't kick against the goats. Why Why on earth would we want to pursue something that is outside of what God has assigned and aligned? There's always grace when we find the godly order God has put in our lives. There's always grace when we adhere to and align with the things that God has said and, the, and to be in the places where God has placed us. You know, it, it, it's, it shocks me that it's radical to go to the same church your entire life. And I don't mean just to warm a pew. I don't mean just to sit somewhere and and hope that everything works out and that you just count the ceiling tiles when you're there. But I mean to be plugged in and accountable to the people in the room and to be, you know, thirsting and hungering together to see the kingdom of God advanced together, that that there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, you know, with all of these things to think about, think about them for a few seconds. I'm going to take a break. And I'll be right back. back again. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. That should be our our anthem for 2022, to hold fast to what we know God has said, to continue to confess the things today that we confessed 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 20 years ago. You know, I just recently celebrated 17 years as a Christian, um, alongside celebrating 17 years of sobriety. Um, you know, I'm not a I'm not above backsliding. I'm not above a relapse. Like I know that it takes, you know, just a series of poor decisions to end up back on drugs and alcohol. I mean, I know that a series of poor decisions could lead me down a road of walking away from my faith or my my family or anything, you know? Like and I and I I want to end on that, you know? Like I'm not speaking doom and gloom, but I am speaking humility that I think we have to stay in a place of constant introspective awareness before God and stay tender and stay malleable in his hands because we live in an age where there's a spirit of the age there's a spirit of Jezebel there's a spirit of twisting and manipulation and deception that's just running rampant in the world and in the church and the second that we think that we're immune to any of that is when we have begun to compromise and so I want to encourage you to be vulnerable before the Lord. You know, the other day I felt under a serious level of spiritual attack coming from many different directions and I was trying to process it and and however I what whatever way I knew to and it wasn't until I actually stopped and I said, "You know what, Lord? Like search my heart. Like reveal in me am I am I compromised if I am? Lord, please. I don't want to be." You know, Lord, reveal if there's any place I've given room to the enemy. If I have, Lord God, please show me where it is. I don't want to give room to the enemy. I don't want to make a place for Satan in my life. I'm like, Lord, if I'm, you know, if I'm the Jezebel, if I'm the spirit of of manipulation, if I'm the source of these things, of any kind of oppression that's against your will, God, I don't want to be. 
Like, I no more tolerate the spirit of Jezebel and deception in my own life than I would in anyone else's or any other church or any place. And so I stay, I have to stay vulnerable and honest and searching and say, Lord, like, reveal in me. Like, because I, I can be an error. Like, Paul said, walk according to the Spirit so that you don't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. I'm like, Lord, if I've fallen into following something other than the Holy Spirit, then that opens up the door to all kinds of problems and all kinds of issues. And by all means, I don't want that. So help me, Lord. Like, show me the way. Give me wisdom. Give me insight. Give me understanding. Lord, here's my heart. Soften it. You know, like, I I open up and admit that I'm completely helpless, completely hopeless without you. Like, I cannot do it in my own strength. I will utterly fail. And the second that I think I can do any of this on my own, that any of it's about my works or my ability or status or calling or capacity or intellect or anything else beyond the mere pure grace of God, like I'm in error and capable of a whole host of problems spiritually and physically, mentally. And so, Lord, here I am, you know, help me, search me. Like the second that we think we're above that, like we're in danger. We have to be careful. And that is part of holding fast to this confession that our hope is in Christ alone, that our grace, you know, his grace is sufficient and made perfect in our weakness, not our strength, that we never arrive and become so spiritual that we don't need humility and vulnerability before God. And so I want to leave you with that. Hold fast to your confession. It's your hope. Don't waver. Don't, don't, change what you used to say because it doesn't feel as easy to say it. Don't change what you used to say because we live in a world that's crazy and chaotic. Like, don't change what you used to say just because your friends are no longer next to you. Don't change what you used to say because it's not easy now. Like, he who promised is faithful. He will deliver. He will work in your life and you will see those promises come to pass just as God has said it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't forget that. Hold fast.